Jeez. Okay, for Kia, the official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023, let's get into our top seven stories of the week. Number seven. We more so focus on the recent games. It's, it's a different style of play, but obviously being a former teammate, I've watched plenty of his games throughout the, the years in the NBA, and then we, we played them last year against Adelaide and OKC as well. So, yeah, a little bit familiar with Gibbs. Um, he's definitely improved out of sight. So it'll be a battle tonight and one that, yeah, I'm looking forward to catching up with him after the game as well. That's South Sudan and Adelaide, the 36 and star Sunday deck on the matchup against Aussie star Josh Giddy tonight in the pre-World Cup warm-up match. And as we know, Australia's preparations for the upcoming Basketball World Cup they hit a bit of a hitch when they were beaten 90-86 to 86 by Brazil at Rod Laver Arena the other night. Number six. It's been really tough. Um, and that's something that's tough for me is telling people how I'm going. Um, but, yeah, it's been really difficult and I've sort of lost my identity as a footballer a little bit, but also as a person too, which has been hard. Just the little things um, that probably I took for granted before I can't do, whether that's like going to the supermarket or going to a cafe with my girlfriend or, you know, driving my car or anything like that. I don't think there's that many people that have played footy with their brother and, um, yeah, I just love him to death and, you know, he's a big reason why I was able to, you know, come back and get through what I did and, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's hard to talk. We gotta get a bit emotional talking about it, to be honest. Um, yeah, just loving that much. <laughs> the Swans called and said, look, do you want to come up? Tommy's up there uh, and just playing the VFL. Um, but there was never any guarantees about AFL stuff. It was more just come up, just get a bit of love back for the game. I sort of even think back to this time, sort of two years ago, um, I was pretty pretty nowhere really and I was struggling a lot. And yeah, this is a bloody special footy club, mate. And I, I feel very lucky to be a part of it. I feel very lucky that they gave me an opportunity and I feel very lucky that I get to do it with my brother as well because, um, yeah, I love him to bits and to be able to sort of share this week with him is, is amazing. So it's going to be awesome. Mm, Paddy McCartan announcing his retirement uh, there on the Swans Instagram page. And as we know, he played with Sydney from 2022, a couple of seasons, couldn't complete this season. And before that was at uh, St Kilda. Uh, certainly... A man that was told it'd be in his best interest to uh, give the game away, as Paul Seedsman was told today, to hang up his boots. And the announcement comes just two days after Paddy McCartan also heeded a call from the AFL's concussion panel to maybe give the game away. Now, Seedsman hasn't played a game in nearly two seasons. His last match coming in round 23-2021 due to ongoing issues from head knocks. And he still struggles to concentrate on on regular tasks. Number five. That's a feint for his set-piece delivery and firing it in. Oh, it's brilliant. 1-0 to Tottenham. That is the way to start the season. And Postacoglu's side lead. And a good turn inside. And then great shot from Emerson Royale. And almost out of nothing, Tottenham are back on level terms. It was a good starting point for us today. But we, we, we need to improve and we have to improve. And, and we will, you know. And um, like I said, I think... 2-1 down, you know, conceding a penalty, a known goal, would have been very easy for us to drop our heads. Um, but, you know, I never sensed that in the group. You know, they were pretty determined to, to get back in the game. I thought we did that well. Yes, uh, history there for Ange Postacoglu and for Australia when it comes to the English Premier League. Of course, Ange, the very first Australian to be in charge of a Premier League club and a big one of that with Tottenham Hotspur, their first game last weekend, a two-all draw away to Brentford. Number four. I want to do a bright side of Jeff Rewald. 
They are feeling it here at the moment. Rewalt launches. Just squirts it out to Rewalt, and that's a good mark under fierce pressure. And he's got that online. Gee, that's good. Yeah. Gee, that was just superb off the boot. Rewalt to lose. The champions have been able to do what only the toughest and strongest could do in 2020. The Tigers again. Yes, I remember that. I reckon when he came on the stage, I was broadcasting the AFL Grand Final at the MCG, and then we had an extended uh, post-match review of that Grand Final. And all of a sudden, the killers played to the crowd because they invited him back after the game, and all of a sudden, Jack comes out on stage. I'm not sure whether that was possibly as good as the Grand Final, if not better, seeing... Of course, Jack Revolt on stage. They'd broken the drought. They'd won the 2017 Premiership. And he was singing on stage here with Brandon Flowers, the lead singer of the Killers. It was a great night. But he's been a great footballer. Uh, after dancing on stage with the Killers in 2017. He continued on. 346 games later, a mammoth 786 goals in black and yellow. Jack said, I'm done. Number three. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. I actually said to the boys downstairs, um, you know, when I was talking about my retirement to just the players, that um, I'd made it a few weeks ago. I told a couple of the boys, but I never really got the opportunity to hit the button because Bunga hit, um, decided to retire and Shuey <laughs> decided to retire. And um, I thought I'd never get a chance to do it. So um, oh, it's been a couple of weeks. I, I probably had that surgery and, and had a few run-ins with the, with the surgeon and, and asked a few questions. And... Yeah, it was probably just more give myself a bit of time to make that decision and make sure it was the right one and give myself every opportunity to, yeah, like I said, make the right decision and probably something that's been sitting on my mind for you know a number of weeks now. Uh, it's sad because, yeah, normally there's normally one senior player that leaves at the end of every year, but to have three of us leave you know in a month, it's, um, oh, it's sad for some of the boys at the footy club at the moment. 213 games, three-time All-Australian, two-time John Worsfold Mills. Uh, what a fantastic player he was, Nick Natanui. Number two. Australia have won it back. And now there's a break here. Sam Kerr can run it nearly bright. Sam Kerr continues on. Edge of the box. Kerr strikes. Oh, Sam Kerr. Can you believe it? Stadium Australia has never, ever, ever been louder. A green and gold eruption in Sydney. Australia has been longing for. What a goal that was. What a goal that was. Unfortunately, uh, a highlight for Sam Kerr, a highlight for the Matildas, but they went down by three goals to one. And, of course, at number one, outright number one, has to be this. Number one. She'll hold it for a few extra seconds. She'll wave her team downfields. Bounces the ball a few more times. Chewing up these seconds. Thumps it downfields. All the way into Australia's defence. Skied high by Stamway. Out of play for a throw. And now just mere moments remaining. Thrown in. And that is full time from Stadium Australia. England, for the first time ever, will play in a Women's World Cup final. Yes, and they will play... meet Spain on Sunday. Yes, I'll play Spain on Sunday. Australia will play Sweden in the match for third place in Brisbane. Uh, that's uh, for 
the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorrento. Kia, the official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Uh, just as I go to the break and come back with Ash Brown, uh, Sir Michael Parkinson has passed away at the age of 88, of course, uh, had some amazing high-profile guests on his program.